We should put a little trigger warning in the a beginning. A little trigger warning for this video, man. Just because it's it's crazy, like, spoilers for the movie. We're going to spoil the movie. It is so unfortunate that they would push so far away from God. Because wow. when you listen to every person who was on there, literally um, all the 16 of them talk, they all mention God. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Co-op Cinema Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Today's a very special segment or episode. This is our first uh, try out to this new segment we're calling Co-op Reviews. That's right. Where it's, we're, we're going to focus specifically on a specific either topic, movie, or TV show. Today, we have a really interesting movie uh, called Society of the Snow. Society of the Snow, Society of the Snow. John told me for weeks to watch this movie. I watched it, and uh, we're here to like talk about it and go through with it. So what was your first initial, not reactions to the movie, but thoughts on the movie? So I knew about the I knew about the story because this film is is based on true events that happened in like the seventies. Um, so I knew plenty about it. So I I kind of didn't really want to watch it because I knew it was gonna be a tough movie to watch. Wow. Um, but I watched it with my wife and it was just super good. It was super good. Um, I don't know if you know this. There's actually another movie about them already. Disney yeah, it's called one. a Oh Disney made one. Disney made it a lot. What? It's called Alive. But Disney made it. I've heard about Alive. Yes. I didn't know Disney made it. Yeah, Disney made it. I think it's with Ethan Hawke. Wow. Ethan Hawke. Really? I think so, yeah. Father of Maya Hawke. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, that's really interesting. I um I didn't know about... I knew about Alive. I didn't know Disney made it, though. But yeah. you know what's really interesting... Uh, I don't know if you, well, something really that I loved about Society in the Snow was the score, right? Yes. You were telling me that you loved the score too. I really too. did like it. And by the way, I think we should say spoilers for the movie. We're going to spoil the movie. And you talk. want, yeah. Or no? I was going to say maybe like last 10 minutes of, of the, or five minutes of the episode, we can talk about spoilers, but um, we can talk about spoilers. For I think long. we can talk about spoilers. I Let's think we're going to have to for this type of movie. For this movie, for sure. And I mean, this is like a sequence of, a sequence of events movie. Like it's happened in real life type yeah. of thing. So yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So the so score. The score. Yeah. Um, do you know who composed the score? Not at all. Dude, Michael Giacchino composed the score. And do you know who that is? No. <laughs> he's the one that did uh, a lot of Disney movies. He's done oh, Up. Really? He's done Coco. Wow. He's that's the, so funny. Which yeah, and he's really famous. He's well known, of course. That's so he, funny. I, I think he did that. Star Wars, like a Star Wars one. But yeah. He is really good. So it's I really think he did the Mandalorian, didn't he? Yes, he did the Mandalorian, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. That's so cool because I told you I really like yeah. music and sound, but I didn't know it was anybody even like remotely top yeah, dog. He's yeah, top yeah. dog. He's been nominated for a lot of Oscars for best, uh, you know, soundtrack and stuff like that. But let's talk about the movie and like set up the movie. Do you want to explain? Do you want me to explain? I want you, but I have a question for you before. Before, we start. yeah. So I heard somebody say that the year is just starting. And we have a contender for best movie of the year. Really? What do you think about this information? I think this movie came out in 2023. <laughs> no, I heard it came out. It came out. No, bro, you're wrong. It came out this year. Uh, when I logged it in on Letterbox, it said 2023. There's no and way. One I'm of my well, yeah, one of my reviewer friends reviewed reviewed it December 23rd. So yeah, this movie came out December 15, 2023. Why would you even release a movie at that point? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It can't be movie of the year. It's oh, it can't be movie of the year. I get what you're saying. Really? I mean, maybe it's because of the snow, December time, that they were like, you know yeah. what, we should include this in there. So here's the thing. After I watched this movie, and then we'll go into talking details of the movie, I got re-obsessed with this, with this movie, with the story. I read uh, the book, which, do you know what the book what? is called? No. Society of the Snow. Or Society. I know it in Spanish, Sociedad de la Nieve. So I don't know. How is it in English? Society of the Snow. Society of the Snow. So there's a book, there's a couple books and stuff. Wow. So I became re-obsessed. 
So I've learned a bunch of facts. And I think uh, you didn't know anything about the movie. I told you, don't watch a trailer. Just walk into it and watch it. So I think you should go through the movie. And then I'll tell you stuff that happened in real life that's different to the movie. To and the stuff movie. Like that. Okay. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, let's do that. So again, this isn't like a step-by-step either. But it's going to be the sequence of events that I remember. Yeah. So it starts off, off really great with a monologue from... Let me stop you there. Uh, just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, not, not Who's bro? the guy? Is it Nando? No, that's that's it. Numa, 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 Numa. So it starts with the monologue from uh, Numa. Numa. Sorry, I forget his name. I called him Duma the whole time. <laughs> it starts with the monologue, and immediately when the letters were going on, I knew exactly what this was about, just mm. because I, I've seen pictures about this, but yeah. I didn't know the context, the full context of the story. Yeah, which was great to watch for the first time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then we we start with that, and then he's like, "Let's take you back." They start doing a rugby thing, mm-hmm. which is like a team sequence of events. Yeah. Well, it's it's cool because uh, not everybody was on that team. The rugby team it was a uruguayan people that played in a rugby team but they were actually in a catholic school in oh, okay. a christian catholic school mm. which is uh and i'm just gonna say this right now this is one of my only gripes with the movie it is so unfortunate that they would push so far away from god because wow. when you listen to every person who was on there literally um all the 16 of them talk they all mention god amazing they all men- <laughs> amazing they Makes all me mention cry. god they all mentioned how they were so close to God that only one of them was like, I stopped believing in God afterwards, which is still like, it sucks, but it like you went through a traumatic thing. Mm-hmm. I get it. So yeah. And that all comes from the roots of the school. They were in a rugby team. Nice. Okay. So it starts off with that. And then we go to a church, which I find it really interesting that you said it deviated away from God. But one of the reviewers I saw from Letterboxd said that there was a lot of God symbolisms in this movie or definitely. like references. And there is some that I can definitely see. But one of the things that I noticed from Society of the Snow, like in the beginning in that church scene, do you know what the preacher's talking about? Yeah, about, um, I caught that too, about like Jesus giving his body and stuff like that. Not only that, but he also mentions how he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights mm. where he didn't eat. That's right. Yeah. Incredible. Which dude. is incredible, right? Like, yeah. I, those are like little things I didn't know about, you know, going and into that's it. not... That's not a, a choice. That's a real thing. They went to church and the guy talked about it. Mm-hmm. And that's actually why Numa in the he didn't want to eat and one of the things he would say is like i just went to church and they said jesus didn't eat for 40 days and 40 wow days. yeah continue that's very beautiful so then um this guy walks in passes a note around to people mm-hmm. gives it to numa numa, numa. and um yeah it's pretty much they're explaining how they're gonna go like on, on a trip you yeah. know this whole thing yeah you mentioned that the plane is small and it's because they got a charter plane. So they got a private plane because it's cheaper than flying commercial. Wow. Uh, and that also ended up being a reason why it was a smaller plane. Yeah. And it was, okay. You know, they do the whole boarding process. Uh, they go onto the plane. Then they're on uh, on the flight up there. They're explaining about how they have to go around the mountains to go That's to right. Chile, right? To they're Chile. going to Chile. Yeah. yeah so then um, they do that. They have turbulence. Well, and it, let mm-hmm. me stop you there, if that's okay. Okay, so super interesting fact, and this stuff is in the book, so it's fascinating because I on like I think God speaks through everything, right? And I feel God teaches us a lot of things through everything. So one of the crazy things is they were already on the way, but they had to stop because there was so much, uh, there was a storm. Wow. So all the players, check this out, all the players went to the pilot because you saw they were rowdy in the plane. They went to the pilot. They were like, bro, let's just go. Like, it's fine. So, and the pilot was like, no, we can't do that. Like, it's it's dangerous. And they're like, no, bro, like, it's fine. Another plane arrives just coming from there. 
right? And they asked that pilot, bro, like, how was it? How was it? Like, oh, it was fine. So they kind of like pressured him. Now, at the end of the day, it's not their fault because the pilot takes the decision at the of end course. of the day. But um, yeah, they had stopped and then they they ended up taking off again. Wow. And crazy turn of events and, and stories, right? So unfortunate, man. <clears throat> it gets me emotional. Bro, it really does. It, yeah. Um, so then they do that. And of course, unfortunately, the, the plane hits the mountain. Um, it so, splits in half. Go ahead. Yeah. So let's talk about that, dude. It, I've been obsessed with this stuff. So that's why I know a, a lot of things. Go ahead. So um, it was a pilot error. It was a pilot the error. pilot messed up, bro. So you saw how they have to cut back and go through here. He didn't cut through here. He went straight this way thinking he was already over here. Oh. Um, so and then you we can see in the film that one of the guys looks out the window and he sees mountains and he sees mountains. that's a real thing like if he would have gotten up and be like why the freak is there a mountain there something different would have happened so they were all there they were being rowdy um one of the uh, passengers actually says that a little bit before the accident one of the guys came he's like dude switch seats with me like come on i and, saw that and then he was like all right fine whatever he did it and that actually saved that guy's life oh wow so yeah. he ended up surviving because of that because decision of that and okay, one person was missing on that plane. One person didn't make it because they stayed asleep. Mm. So it's crazy, right? He was a member of the team. He okay. stayed asleep. He didn't make it. Ten years later, he falls asleep driving and he dies. Wait, what? Yeah. So it's crazy how sleeping saved him, but also <laughs> killed him. That's not so bad. You shouldn't be laughing. No, but it's I'm not laughing, but it's just like, wow, that's crazy. crazy. So many things, right? Yeah. So, bro, they all talk about the accident. And it's horrific, bro. And it's more horrific mm -hmm. than any of the movies have shown because, um, yeah, the pilot's going. Suddenly he sees in front of him that there's They're little rocks. Yeah. So he pulls it up as hard as he can. Boom, like up. He was landing. He was landing, bro. So he pulls up the thing, goes all the way up. A lot of people call uh, the whole thing a miracle. And wow. with all of the, the like the whole situation, uh, the El Milagro de los Andes, the miracle of the Andes. Andes, that's how you pronounce those rocks places. Uh, but what the people that survived to say is that the miracle was that they didn't die there because they sh like there's no way like even if somebody is trying, they can't land it. So it landed right. It broke off into pieces. Uh, part of the back left uh, the wings broke and then it slid. Another miracle because if they would have crashed into something, they would have died. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's really and, and during the movie, what was not um not like um like motion shock for me or anything like that or a surprise either because I knew it was R rated, mm -hmm. but like the visual effects of like the ankles breaking, you Crazy. know, the arms breaking. I was yeah. like, wow, that's that's kind of rough, you know. Very and rough. knowing that it happened in real life is just crazy to crazy. me, you know. Yeah. So then that happens, and then it cuts to black, right? Which is really, you know, it, it's good because that's exactly how it would happen, and then. You wake up, you hear the screaming, which I'll say, man, like the screaming and the acting was really good because it got me into that. Like it made me feel in that the cinematography was really well because I was feeling claustrophobic yeah. inside. And, you know, um, I, I forgot his name. I think it's uh, the director's name, John, maybe. I think so. John something. His last name is Bayona. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Bayona. Mm -hmm. Spanish accent, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, he does a lot of tied angles, like mm. close up. So it makes you feel right there. And then what I love that he includes right after that is super wide shots of the plane. Mm. And the plane is so small. Yeah. So it makes it feel like you're super wide, but you're stuck inside this yeah. little plane. Very good. Very good sense of direction there. Yeah. That happens, you know, um, people are just trying to get out of the wreckage. Yeah. They talk about that night, bro, that first day. And most of them describe it like this. They say that the first day was hell. 
It wow. was help people screaming people. Uh, they described like, obviously this is really graphic stuff. So, you know, warning, but uh, one of the interesting things about that wasn't shown in the movie of the society of the snow is that it was horrific how it showed it on the film, but they talk about like a guy who half his face was gone and he was like, trying to breathe but they didn't even know what to do with him because half his face was gone because his half his face was gone Whoa. he was just like gargling there's also another super sad thing did you see one of the guys flew out yes like he, he survived was... oh i was gonna ask you about that he survived bro they say that that first night they were out and they could see a figure coming from all the way over there but it's so interesting even that because some of them say i didn't see nothing others mm -hmm. say they saw him mm -hmm. and that he collapsed others say that he ended his life that he jumped uh, off a cliff, but we don't really know what okay. actually happened. And actually only up until recently, a few, like, I think like five years ago or maybe 10, they found his luggage barely, bro. It's insane, dude. <laughs> that they're still continuing on it's to this insane. story. Yes. Uh-huh. Continue. So yeah, after that day one, right? Everyone's having freezing, getting cold. And I was thinking to myself like, oh man, there's, I don't know. I was putting myself in those shoes to see what I would do differently. Yeah. And something that I noticed you know, not right off the bat, but during this movie, like that segment, everything was like really fast, but then it takes a little slow mm -hmm. to go on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is a little slow turn of events here. But then I realized like that that's intentional. Yeah. So it makes it feel like this is dreading. This is long, yeah, you know, it's dragging for exactly. Sure. So I, I love that. Um, you also had no idea how long they were going to stay there. Exactly. So I didn't feel that because I know I'm like, bro, they got 72 days. There. Oh, wow. But you were like, bro, 10 days. Yeah, because I exactly because I had heard I had thought it was only at most like 12 days, 14 days. And I was like two weeks. OK, yeah, like I th and I thought it was going to like wrap up. But then I was like, oh, damn, day 30. Yeah. Day 59 days out here, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it was crazy. And, um, you know, the sequence of events keep going. Um, I'm not remembering too clearly they exactly try, what happened. They try an expedition, right? Oh, they, they try, try an expedition. They go, they try to go up the hill, they go up the hill. They're looking for the, the batteries go behind. They're looking mm -hmm. for the tail. And the fun fact about that, that was w one of the best scenes. I think when they were like freezing and on top of each other, remember? So they attempted, they originally, they wanted to film at the location. Okay. Of of where it actually happened. Because uh -huh. now it's a hike. Like, you can go there. It's I really want to go there one day. So they went, and the shots they got is all they were able to get. One, because of the actors. Mm -hmm. But two, because the cameras were not working. Whoa. They were freezing. They broke. <laughs> like, they broke, bro. Yeah. So, like, those few shots they got, they were like, that's it. And then they went to film somewhere else because yeah. they couldn't. Dude, that's crazy. And, like, just thinking about it, like, What's really interesting, I was feeling cold. I was mm -hmm. not feeling my legs, you know? I was mm -hmm. feeling numb. Yeah. And it was just, like, terrifying. Honestly, like, watching this movie, it was an experience. Yeah, and that, definitely. Like, you felt like you were there, which was insane. Parentheses. Do you think they'll release it in theaters? I saw a reviewer said that they did watch it in theaters. I don't... It might have been, like, a... Maybe it's out of country preview? thing or something. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe a preview. Actually, you know what? Preview? Maybe it was... Because uh, there's people petitioning to put it on a theater, which I think would be great. Oh my god! I don't. I honestly, as much as I like the movie, and I'll even say love the movie, mm. I don't think I could watch it again because mm. it's such a like, it's such an experience that I don't want to go through again. If I'm being honest yeah, with you, no, dude, imagine sure. the people. It's so it's crazy. crazy, bro. Going through the sequence of events, I'll ask you a quick question though. Did they, which obviously spoilers to the movie, you guys have already seen it. Did they bring up the cannibalism thing, or not cannibalism thing? Sorry, but like the eating other people before the avalanche yeah they did right okay so this is the part where 
um, I had to pause and like actually get up. Yeah. And it was when was, they they were like eating uh, the other bodies, which is such an unfortunate event. What yeah. was the ca- term that you mentioned? Because it's not cannibalism. I know in Spanish it's like antrophobia, but I don't know how it is in, in English. Like, okay, so we're actually just looking it up. I, I don't think there's a term for it in English. Really? I think it's just a term in Spanish. Wow. Here it's called survival cannibalism. It means the consumption of others under conditions of starvation, such as in shipwrecks, militaries, whatever. Yeah. But in Spanish, there's a term for it. Mm-hmm. So that's just an interesting fact. Interesting. Right there. Okay. So um, that part honestly made me sick to my stomach. I haven't felt that sick in a while. Yeah. Which honestly... It didn't get me upset at you or anything, but I was just like, I'm eating pizza over here, bro. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I, when I walked into this movie, Society of the Snow, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to watch like a Snowpiercer movie. <laughs> We're going to watch, uh, uh, maybe like a little creepy little movie or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. you know? And it was just like such a gut-wrenching movie. So I was like yeah. watching, I'm like, oh man, I got Uzi. Yeah. I was like, I even told you, I'm like, I need some Coke or something. Yeah. I got up, walked around. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second, because obviously I think that's one of the biggest reasons this is so interesting to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's fascinating to me that all of the people are super open to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like they'll talk to you about like what it tastes like, what parts they were eating and stuff like that. The only thing they have one packed, they won't say who they ate. Yeah, that's their packed. And they say it's out of respect to the of people. Course. But it was like day 10. So at day 10 is when the radio, they uh, opened up the radio, they found the radio, they put the thing, and it said, like, hey, we're not looking for them anymore. One of the guys, uh, Carlos... Carlos? Carlos, Mm -hmm. one of them, uh, he wrote a book called uh, After Day 10. Because after day 10, they had to survive themselves. They knew no one was going to come save them, which I think is pretty cool. They were starting to get hungry. And one of the guys, they were saying, bro, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. One of the guys was like, bro, I'll eat the pilot. Cause he was pissed cause the, the pilot messed up. Yeah. Bro. So that's kind of where it started. Like kind of as a joke, I'm mad, but like Loki, like what's up mm-hmm. and parentheses on the pilot, the crash was so bad. They couldn't get his body out of there. Oh no. Yeah. Way. So that part of the movie where the pilot talks to them, that wasn't, that, no, in- that happened. He even in death, he told them it's in Spanish. Pasamos curico, right. Which is incorrect instructions. Mm. That's why they actually had to walk a super long way because if they would have known where they were, they would have gone another way and they would have been faster somewhere else. Oh. But the pilot was so locked, like he was literally confused. So, and of course the crash. Um, but yeah, so he did say that he, uh, but they just couldn't take his body out when they rescued him. They still found the the pilot's mm. body there. Um, but with no head, no way, no head. Uh, they found the head on the side. This is gross stuff, but I, I've seen it in interviews. And they ate the guy's brains. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun fact of the day. So I'm getting gut wrench right now just talking about it. This might be a little... We should put a little trigger warning in the video. A little trigger warning for this video, man. Just because it's it's crazy, like, how they survived, right? Yeah. And one of the things that, again, I feel like the movie missed out on... You do see a lot of God stuff. But one of the things they all say is we prayed every day. Wow. Like, we were every... Like, and, and you talk... They talk about it, bro. It's beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. They're like, I felt so close to God. Like, wow. I, I, like God was there, man. God was in that mountain. They talk about, we're kind of pushing up forward a little bit, but that one of them, when they were under in the avalanche and the avalanche and they made a hole, they said that when they saw the light, it's like, I felt God so clearly right there. Wow. So it's, well, that's one of the things that bugs me because even though, yeah, you do see them praying a little bit, they had that monologue that that one guy was like, I don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I believe in the God that I don't believe in your God, whatever. Mm-hmm. When it's like, no, all of them 
were like, no, God is going to get us out of this. And they wow. would pray. And look, I'm going to be real with you. Obviously, we're Christian, right? They were Catholic Christians. Yeah. So they would pray to other stuff and whatever. But I just think that shows the power of faith, bro. Mm. And it, it's just, I think it would have been so great to actually show a little more real. Like, dude, they're there because of because of their faith in God. Yes. But yeah, there was actually only one of them. And I think it was the guy that was, he was one of the injured people. He was mad at God. And mm. so they would all get together and pray every day. And he was like, no, I don't want to. Wow. No, I don't want to. But one of the guys who I have come to admire so much, Fernando, the guy that walked with the sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, he was like, bro, you have to join us. Like, even if you're like struggling right now, you have. And he joined them. So it's like God was in the center of that story. And it's it's crazy just that they kind of. Yes, God is there. And you, you see that they have faith in God. But I think God plays a bigger part. Every single interview that they do they bring up God or they ask him about God. Yeah. And I think there's some God similarity or not similarities, but like references that we do see mm -hmm. a little bit later on. Like I do notice that the guy kisses his cross a lot. Yeah. And one of the crazy stories that the movie doesn't really explain, you noticed it, but I didn't notice it the first time mm -hmm. I watched it. You know how there was one guy with the, with the eyes. eyes up? Yeah. Uh, first of all, that's the sunglasses guy. That's the oh, same guy. Oh, no way. His head. He doesn't remember the crash. He says that suddenly black. He went into a coma. And the people thought he died because oh. his head was uh, like hinchado. It was like inflated. Whoa. So they took him out with the dead bodies and they put him in the snow. Oh. And what you're supposed to medically do is put him <laughs> in cold places. So <laughs> his head fell on the snow and that helped him. So at, three days later, bro, they start hearing someone coughing. With the dead bodies, bro. Oh, he's alive. No so way. He, yeah, dude. It, they didn't include that in the movie. They didn't. Like, they did. Like, because you noticed it. And I was like, dude, you noticed it. But I didn't notice. Because you were like, I thought they dragged his, dragged his body out. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really notice it until I was like, what the heck happened? Yeah. Which is incredible. Okay. Itself. Yeah. That That is crazy. I uh, I think is... I don't remember, but I think he was the first to mention about the cannibal or uh, eating. He was. He was. He yeah. was the one that was like, I'll eat the pilot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He said that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, moving along, I guess I forgot. Do you remember what day was when they started eating? I think it was almost two weeks. So like after day 14 type of something thing, something like that. Yeah. Crazy, man. Honestly, super crazy. And it's so dis like it's so it makes you feel sick watching them eat. Yeah. Which and I, I was thinking while watching the movie, I don't care. I'll say I was like, yeah, I'd probably like eat some for survival, you know, for survival. Well, yeah, not for taste. Bro. It, yeah, exactly. But like. It's so interesting. I've asked like my roommate if he would eat like if for survival. I think he says no type of thing. So like it's really interesting. It's super fascinating. Yeah. Bro. And like what they say is like you'll never get it. They say Until like you're there. it's not the same as being hungry for like a sandwich. It's like your body is killing you. It's consuming yourself. Yeah. So and they say it didn't taste like anything. They said it was like frozen. They would just eat it like that. Um <sighs> It's crazy, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. So then after that, um, I don't remember a lot of the sequence of events, but the clear one, clear as day, which was the most unfortunate event, they're chilling, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, they're vibing together. Yeah, it's a beautiful Great. moment. They hear something and I'm like, oh, it's a chopper or something, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's already day 14, it's already going to yeah, happen. And I was just like, oh, Jew, what's going on? Freaking snow goes into the... I'm like, you got to be kidding me, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, this is real events. So I'm like, damn, like, I, I felt like I'm watching them like a Squid Game thing where yeah. I'm walking them, watching them in real life. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then people coming out of the snow. Oh, man. Uh huh. First of all, how cool was that scene? Very the well done. snow comes in through there. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew it was going to happen because I knew. Um, 
But did your wife know? No, she didn't. Wow. So yeah, so she was going through the motions. Yeah. Um, but no, dude, the snow came. Like I thought it was filmed one of the best scenes filmed? in the in the. It made oh. me feel super claustrophobic because even when their heads pop up, I'm like, bro, I'm feeling like I bro. when they when they could breathe, I feel like I could breathe. Yeah. You know. Correct me if I'm wrong. A second avalanche comes in. Yeah, they had two. Uh, some of it's crazy. Again, they it's so fascinating to hear them talk about it because they all remember two, but some of them remember three. <laughs> so yeah, uh, one of the things that the movie does different than the real story is they're all laughing, and it kind of makes it look like they caused the avalanche, but they oh, were actually no. all sleeping. Oh, you didn't feel like they like they caused? No. It? Okay, I thought they kind of wanted to make it show that, and and how it really happened, they were sleeping. And they say that I suddenly started hearing horses like and that boom, snow. And that's crazy because that took out like half of their. Yeah, that was alive. That took out like half of their people. But do you think that's the reason maybe they survived because of the food type of thing situation? Well, that took out so many people. I saw the names. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, bro. So one of the things they would say is like, ah, oh, they would die. But you would be like, well, that's un- that's like more food. What's horrible about them being down there, they all say that was the worst part of it, being down there uh, for like three or four days. <laughs> One of the reasons is because, yeah, they had to eat the people. They mentioned like it's very different because they were warm, right? Oh, it was horrible oh, to even think of that, bro. Just makes but then sick. the other thing is they would have to like use the restroom just in that area. Oh, that is so true. So it, imagine the smell. And in the movie, again, the, one of the things it does differently is in the movie, it shows that they put a lighter, but they didn't because the lighter consumes air. Yes. So they didn't turn on lighters. Pitch black, bro. Horrible. Like, Oh, my God. That's so true. Yeah, dude. It was they they talk so sadly and so badly about those moments there. Yeah. And how is like, their light? So my I think my will to survive is top tier. Like I would do a lot to survive. Yeah. I'm in that like because I'm claustrophobic a little yeah. bit. I'm in that situation. Um, I am done skis, bro. I don't think like anything, which is really interesting. They show that they bring oxygen inside, right? Is that yeah. true to the... They don't talk about that. No. No, they don't talk about that. So they talk about like it was hard to breathe in there. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I don't think so. One of the... Dude, it's fascinating. It's so interesting because the guy that talked about not believing in Jesus, he says he pretty much died. That he was dead under the snow. He says he fell to peace. He says he saw a light and he was going to it and he was like, wow. oh my God. And that suddenly he breathes because someone moves air out of his face. And he's like, <gasps> he's like, and I'm back in this horrible situation. Like, dude, this doesn't that sound so bad? Like, yeah. it's crazy. One of the guys, so they would sleep um, with their feet next to each other. Yeah. Right, so they can warm it up. Yeah. One of the guys started kicking his face, but that created space in his face so he could breathe. Um, in the movie, it does get this right. One of them walks out of the plane. And he was like, screw you guys. Like, I'm not going to go in there. Like, it's hell in there. I'm not going to save you guys. Right? Yeah. Right? As the first avalanche hits. Mm -hmm. Right? He comes out. But then he says he feels a horror of thinking, I'm going to be here alone. So he goes back in and he starts saving people. Wait, what do you mean? I'm so confused about that. First avalanche hits. Yeah. One of the guys gets out before everybody because he was like on the top. Oh. He walks out of the plane. Right? And he was going to stay out there. But then he felt like, I'm going to be alone. And he went back inside. To help them out. Oh, okay. Which I remember I was telling you, I would start like unsnowing from like the top, you know, yeah. which even just going up is so claustrophobic to think, you know, through yeah. that little hole. 
crazy man that I, that one got me by surprise mm -hmm. and by so many emotions too very unfortunate um going on from there i guess so does the wind move the snow out of like the top yeah right so they waited down there and then it got solid yeah and then they say that then when they came out they talk about the whole thing like seasons bro mm -hmm. like they say like the crash first part was a season after the 10 days was a different season after the avalanche was a different season, they say they went up and it was like God was giving them a second chance. Again, they bring up God all the time because it was all clear. Mm -hmm. You couldn't see the plane. Like it was a oh clear God, thing. Yeah. So they all came out and then they started digging out. And it started also like, and uh, what was it? It was the snow was melting too, right? They were that, was that, that was later. That was a little yeah. later. Because in that part, uh, one of the guys, I think his name was Marcelo. He was the coach. But he was not the coach. He was the captain of the rugby team. Mm -hmm. And he felt guilty because he planned the trip. Yeah. So he was trying to keep everybody safe. He dies there. Yeah, he dies in the avalanche. And he, it's the frozen part where in the movie where the, it's frozen yeah, and he's they, going down. They symbolize like that. How did you feel about that? I noticed you were kind of confused about yeah. how they were trying to portray that he kind of died. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, because he was like, I think they mentioned something in the movie that he was like. He doesn't feel pain anymore. Yeah, he doesn't feel pain anymore. So I was like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I got really confused at that moment. I got really confused about the guy. This is later on towards the movie, but the guy that said that uh, when his wife died, that he had to push his legs and that would push her down to yeah. like bring him up. Will to survive type of thing. Yeah. Did he say something about he felt that his wife was giving him strength to get out? No, he said, how is that fair? How is that fair? Because the guy, so fascinating, bro. Um, the, the two guys that did the expedition, there was a bearded guy and then the other guy, the younger kid, he was only like 18. He didn't want to go on the expedition. And he was saying, it's not fair that they want me to go. But he was, like, super athletic. Yeah. So, so the older man was saying, is it fair that, like, my wife died? And I, he didn't say it, but he kind of stepped on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Horrible stuff. Yeah. And um, moving along, I'm going to cut right to, because I'm forgetting a lot about the movie. Yeah. So they do a couple expeditions, but then it gets to the point that the that the guy uh numa is sick was numa the one that started to get the yeah. hole too yeah it's actually not clear they don't really remember where he got hurt on his leg they know he got hurt on his leg but they don't remember where it was but he was the one digging out of the thing so they assume it was there um but he starts to get really sick and they tell him hey he's got like three days left to live mm -hmm. they're like no bro he's gonna make it whatever the day he dies is the day they're like we're getting the fudge out of here wow yeah so um when he dies so this is sorry i forgot to say this they were gonna go try to find the tailgate right of the plane mm -hmm. and then he goes back by himself yeah right okay great so then he goes back by himself that they went over there they found the battery then they found out that it's better to send the radio over there type of thing right? yeah yeah they tried that whole thing and they say they kind of wasted time doing that and then yeah because they could have gone but it makes sense right that's what i think i would have done too yeah you were saying it from the beginning where's the other part yeah, like I would have gone. Plane. Yeah, the first day, that's what yeah. I would have done. Like gone out there. Yeah, but first the thing day. is, the way the plane broke. Yeah, it, when it broke, the wing flew forward. Mm. So they were looking for it back here, but the wing flew forward. <laughs> so that's why when he comes back, uh, Fernando, he's like, uh, "We would never would have found it. Like we just never would have because it was forward." So. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's a, it's a crazy story. Oh, I had a quick question. So yeah. they um when they first find like a little bit of the luggage over there, they saw a guy walking and then stopping. So did anyone from the back of the plane survive in the movie? No. Well, they didn't survive. But even like the first day, do you know anything about that? I don't know if they know. They that. only know about that one guy because he walked a little they bit. Saw yeah. him a bit. And then he laid down. 
and then he laid down or whatever story mm-hmm. people remember. Yeah. But no, nobody else made it. Okay. That they know of. They so, found bodies. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So then Numa goes back. Um let's talk about when Numa dies, right? Yeah. So Numa dies and then he passes a note to everyone around, right? Yeah. Which is very symbolic because in the beginning of the movie, that's how he got into the plane. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Really crazy. And then you mentioned something about that uh, quote that he put. Yeah. It, no hay amor más grande que el que da la vida por los amigos, which is translated to there's no greater love than, than giving your life for your friends. It's a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is a, such a random thing. I remember telling my wife, my beautiful wife, Eva, I was like, why is he the main character? Why Interesting, is right? The main character. Why is this all from his perspective? And every person that was really there say that Numa had a quality that is not describable. Wow. So when the actor got on to play the role, he was like, I don't know how to play him. There's no videos of him. There's only a few pictures. Wow. Like, I don't know how to play him. Like, I don't know the angle. But he says that when they all met, they met the real survivors, that they were like, oh, this is this, this isn't that. And then when they said, oh, and this is whatever his name is, and he's going to play Numa, that they all went to hug him. And that he says that in that moment, he's like, Okay, I don't know what it is, but that is what I have to capture, the love they have for him. Wow. And they talk about how he was the last one to eat human food, human flesh. He was the one who was giving his food away. He was on every expedition. He was like trying and he also died 10 days before they were discovered. So I think it was like a lot of that stuff just put together. Yeah. Yeah. Really crazy, man. Makes me so sad for Numa, but you know, very interesting. So then after that. I guess that's really interesting. That's when they're like, we're going to go over the hill. We're going to go. Right. Yeah. Um, So then they, two of the kids head out, right? No, three Three head out. Three of them go up the mountain and they talk about how they were like, Oh, they'll be there. But after like two days, the people on the plane could still see them climbing the mountain, (laughs) like dots up there. So did you know that professional mountain climbers have tried to do that hike they did up that mountain? Uh-huh. But only a few have been able to do it. And they've had gear <laughs> and they've had all of the stuff. And That's they went crazy. with like makeshift goggles. The goggles that they made in the yeah. movie, those are real things. Yeah. All of that, bro. Your will to survive. It's their will to survive. Um, They make it all the way to the top, expecting literally to see on the other side green. Yeah. And it's not. It's like uh, more. Yeah. So... The two guys that did it, they say they have such a good bond now because mm-hmm. it's like Fernando, the main guy, he was like, are you going to go with me? Like, are we going to do this? Like, I don't want to die. I'd rather die trying than dying back there. Yeah. So um, they send the guy back. They take the food um, and they hike for 10 days, <laughs> a 10 day hike, bro. Incredible. Like I said, people have tried it. You, people do it now as a hike and it takes them even longer. Like no no clothes, no gear, bro. It's insane. Um, one of the things that I think is so beautiful is that at, at like day seven, they find a can of beans. This isn't in the movie. They find a can of beans that's opened, right? And they're so f- freaked out about it. And they're like, maybe it fell from a plane. Like, what's going on? And then they're like, no, like, we're getting close. And if I can be a Christian person for a second, bro. I think in life, sometimes we got to pray to God for a can of beans, bro. Wow. Like, God, just show me I'm in the right way, right? Not not a big thing. Wow. Just a little thing, mm-hmm. bro. I, I don't know. That blessed my life, bro, when I saw yeah. that. Um, do you have any questions about that? No, yeah. So day seven of their 10-day hike. Of their 10-day hike, yeah. brother. So they keep going. They find some cows, and they're about to eat them, right? But they're <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, we're too weak. They're, 
the guy says that his shoes would weigh him down. His oh hair gosh. would weigh him down. Because imagine a 10-day hike, bro. Nothing but hiking all day. Not that much food. No, like, yeah, not that much not that Water. Much food either. Um, they say that they finally make it to this, like, river that's, like, <laughs> roaring through. And that, just like the movie, the movie does get this right. They see a lizard. And the guy was like, oh, my God, it's a lizard. <laughs> like, like, he was perplexed <laughs> yeah. by this. But then they're like, dude, there's a guy in a horse. A thing that the movie did differently, which I understand to make it easier, there was three guys uh-huh. on a horse. And look, at here's where the story, I think, is like, it's such a good story because you can't even, pacing wouldn't help here. Yeah. Because they have to stay one night there still. Wow. Yeah. So they the guy sees them. They throw the rock back and forth. The guy dips. They stay there one night. In the river. In the river. Because they can't cross it. Right. So they say that they take turns sleeping because they're like, if he comes back, I don't want to miss him. But they don't even know what he's going to do. But the nearest oh civilization was eight hours away and like a five hour bus ride. Wow. So the guy goes in his horse, does all of that. No one believes him when he gets there. He's like, no, look, I have the note. I have the note. And then that's when they start to believe him. Wow. So then they finally come back. He throws them bread. Um, that was the first bread they ate. There's a very fun story that they say that. Um, Fernando, he the, the the guy gave him five breads, but he goes with the guy and he's like, "Look, they gave they gave us some bread, and they, he only had two breads, so he ate them on the way." And then the guy was like, "Dude, you're sharing, like it's so nice." Oh, that's Just, funny. It's a funny okay. story. Um, so while um they're doing that, right? I, I I think this is before that, but they cut to like the plane and they start taking photographs, which is really interesting because that's something I would do too. I would like document yeah. a lot about that, you know, for sure. Notes every single mm-hmm. day, every single night. Yes. Um, so interesting. Like this moment, I'm mean, like, it got my stomach wrenching was when they were taking photos and they were trying to hide like the bodies, right? Yeah. They were surviving, which honestly, the bodies look so surreal in the movie. Yeah. And you can, um, have you seen the real pictures? There's real pictures. There's real pictures, bro. You probably have to show them because. For, oh, I the, think I'm gonna have to blur it out. The recreation is crazy. The recreation, yeah. of how they did it is really good. But like one of the pictures, they're like sitting and smiling and stuff. And off to the left, bro, you Bodies. see like a, a carcass, bro. Like yeah. A, a spine, bro. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. That's bro. Yeah. That moment got me like, oh, uh, I can't believe there's real photos about that. Well, obviously, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, man. Um. You guys are going to have to Google those photos yourself. Like, I'll put blurred out, but you guys are going to have to Google yeah. the real ones. But finally, they come and yes. they rescue them. And you can see the first interviews, bro, of when they're like coming out. Yeah. Coming out. And, and bro, it's it's like, and again, even in the interviews, they're like, gracias a Dios, Dios nos guardó, all these things. Um, But what ends up happening is they do the announcement. Hey, we found two guys. And that that's what they heard in the plane. We found it. And they were already celebrating whatever. They say that through the airplane, through the, through the radio, they they heard the helicopters going. So oh. they were like, oh, my God. They started to get ready. They started to uh-huh. like shave yeah. and all of these things. So it's really fun because Fernando gets on the helicopter. He's like, I'm not going to go rest. I'm not going to go shower. Until I'm going to take you where they, yeah. they didn't believe him. They thought they were crazy. They were like, no, they probably like survived the plane crash. And they've been walking for like months and whatever. And, the, and he kept being like, no, it's over here. No, and they couldn't find him. So he was like freaking out. So they were going in only one helicopter. Mm-hmm. Finally, he sees them. People are going crazy. People are waving, right? It's like they say it's the most happiest moment, obviously, that they probably ever had in their oh lives. Bro, yeah. they're crying. There's actual footage of it as well. I think you might be able to show that. Um, but the crazy part is, so they, so the helicopter kind of is trying to land. It can't. 
And it's like, we're going to have to come back. So they leave. <laughs> bro. So imagine like, there's no like, we'll be back. Like, no, bro. No. So they're just there. Finally, one helicopter comes. Three like um, police people. I don't know. FBI people get off. And the weaker people get on. The helicopter leaves. And they spend a night there. Another night? Another night. So other people stay. <laughs> other people stay there. Now, I just want to talk about this a little bit, bro. Everybody who came out of the, uh, as a survivor, they were all checked by uh, psychologists and all of these things. Clear bill of health. Mentally stable. Wow. The three people that stayed had issues, bro. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? That's crazy, bro. But they would say that they were like, oh, look, come into our house. And they would want them to sleep in, in the plane with them. They're like, no, we got a little tent, bro. <laughs> um, but and Wait, they, wait, what do you mean? So the three people that stayed with them to help them, right? Three people stayed at the uh, the station. Oh, at with, the pl- crash. At the plane crash. Yeah. And they ended up with mental issues. And they've talked about it. And I think for them, it was crazy because slowly the snow society kind of went savage. Mm. Realistically, at the beginning, they were very like, Ugh, uh, but at the end, they were like eating. Mm-hmm. The, the guys brought them soup. And I said they were eating soup and they started to notice, like, where are they getting meat from? Like, it's just a soup. Mm-hmm. And that they would be eating soup and getting, like, pieces of... <laughs> oh, my God. So they were, like, gone. Yeah. One of the guys says that, oh, they came. And I was like, look, this is, a, this, is this person. He died on this day. This, and there was, so there was bodies everywhere. And they were, like, freaking out. So they ended up with issues. I don't know. Just fun. Why do you think they ended up with issues, those three? Because the society was a process to get there. Uh-huh. And the other people were like, whoa. So they were faced with like these crazy people that looked crazy. They were kind of like hippies. They were super spiritual. Mm-hmm. They were talking about God. They were like, and they were just like, whoa, they were caught super off guard. Um, but they had to stay a whole other night there. So imagine that like your friends are safe and you're still staying another night. Okay. And Makes then sense. the next day, they finally rescued everybody. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking about the Snow Society. What did they do with the plane? What did they do with all that? They burned it. Really? There's a Chilean, Uruguayan, like South American law that if a plane crashes and there's deaths, they will burn the plane. Okay. So the plane is burned. But the but the place, the location, there's like a cross now and it's like a barrier ground. There's still a lot of artifacts all over the place. Wow. Um, and uh, after 10 years, the survivors all did a hike and they went there. <sighs> Isn't that crazy, bro? <laughs> that is crazy. So what happened to the guy who was saving all the souvenirs and stuff like that? Incredible story, man. He didn't want to get on. The movie got that right. He was like, I'm not getting on without this thing. And they were like, no, it's too much weight, whatever. So he sat on it. I'm not getting on. They're like, fine, bring it. He took parts of, not, like he took stuff souvenirs. that people were wearing, hats, socks, uh, crosses to all the family members. Oh, that's beautiful, bro. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's, it's tough, man. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing, dude. But uh, I don't know if you caught this. The last shot in Society of the Snow is like they're all eating and it's like pulling out. Did you catch any similarities to that? No. It feels like it's the Last Supper. Oh. And you know why? Why? I think this isn't something I've seen anywhere. This is Mm. my thought, bro. Mm. Because in the Last Supper, Jesus says, this is my body. Uh, right, like eat it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it, it had that similarity. Oh, that's so interesting. That's good, right there. Yeah, that's bro. really good. Yeah. That's a good one. It's it's similar to the Last Supper, but they made it, bro. Yeah, they, they made, made it. it. They survived. Which honestly, I wasn't really sad throughout the whole movie, but I got really sad when I thought like 
imagine this was me and then i get to hug you like after like Bro. 71 days you know like yeah. that's the moment where i was like oh my god like i'm legit about to cry like hug my mom type of thing yeah can't imagine how you felt with kids type of thing you know oh yeah it, it's it's definitely a tough movie and, it, and it's even sadder when you think about the fact that they thought everyone was dead then there's an announcement some people are alive mm-hmm. and you don't know who it, you know? and you don't know who's alive they interviewed a uh, numa's mom and she's like and i held hope until the last name oh. and i heard his name wasn't there like it's crazy right so that whole thing is mm-hmm. the whole telling of the names the guy who's the guy who's saying the names mm-hmm. he was one of the dad of one of the kids and uh-huh. that's why he says mi hijo carlos pais whatever he didn't even know his son's name was going to be on the list he was just reading it but the crazy thing is he never gave up hope he, oh. he was a radio guy and he would say every day, we got to keep looking. We got to keep looking. Oh, wow. And I don't know if you noticed this. Well, I know you didn't notice this. But no, yeah. It stuck really much with one of the guys, like the shot, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of the survivors are in the movie. Oh, no way. Yeah. It's some of it is like really poetic. Like he, the guy who, who, who reads off the names in the movie, he is playing his own dad. And he's one of the survivors. Oh, another one that's really sad is uh, when they get to the airport, a guy opens a door for the mom and the, do- and yeah. the daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Fernando. That's the guy. That's his mom and his daughter and, and his sister. Yeah. That end up dying. Oh, so wow. one of the doctors is like like they're all over the movie. It's, really? It's really crazy, bro. No girl survived, huh? No women survived. No women survived. No women survived. Because they did a shot where the guy was looking at a girl and I was like, oh, did that girl serve? Like, was that one of them? Mm-hmm. But no. Wow. Really interesting. That was the last shot of the movie. They show pictures a yeah. little bit like towards the end. And that's the final, which honestly, dude, crazy movie. What did they do with their lives after? So they actually tried to continue their lives normally. Like, I think it's a blessing of God how it didn't affect their mind. They went to the rugby league. <laughs> And they won the league. No way. <laughs> they won the league that year, bro. Um, and and they became doctors. Like the guy who was like, I'm studying medicine. He's a doctor now. Um, a lot of them just continue their life really normally. Um, <clears throat> but then later on, they started giving talks and it became a huge thing. But the guy, the Fernando, the guy with the glasses, the guy that did the walk, who I admire as a leader in mm-hmm. so many ways, bro. Mm-hmm. He lived a crazy life, bro. What do you mean? He became like an F1 driver. He drove for Wait, what? He drove for He's Fernando Alonso. <laughs> dude, dude, no, he start he drove like uh F1 cars like in professional like as part of a team. I think he was on Alfa Romero. What? Yeah, Romero. dude. Uh-huh. I said it right. Uh, that's right. Uh he, like I don't know, he became like a crazy thing. Did a bunch of like like he's an alpha, bro. Like wow. you could just tell he was like you know what's interesting though during numa's part i had no idea who fernando was throughout that whole like movie yeah i think that's one of the things that i also kind of fault not fault the movie but it's just not realistic right but when you watch a movie with a huge ensemble there's always the funny guy the yeah guy who, mm-hmm. but here it's not like that right mm-hmm. and apart from that these characters change mm-hmm. right because yeah. fernando's the guy with the 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 I think the I think no way I hated him in the beginning. Well, I didn't like him in the beginning because he looks weird. Right? Yeah, yeah. He had like the long hair, but then later he has the injuries. Yeah, his face heals, so you you don't yeah you don't know. Uh-huh. And then he grows a beard. Yeah, so you're kind of like way what's yeah. going on right now. Yeah, um, which I think uh, is so interesting because y- you're like you're in, you're watching this movie and you genuinely feel like one of the people mm-hmm. there, and I think that's why like watching this is like 
I'm getting used to these people, but I'm sure they were getting used to each other too, some of them, yeah. right? So it's just like, it makes you feel like you're such in that movie. Crazy, yeah. bro. Crazy. It's an incredible story of survival. And, mm-hmm. and I think just a lesson that sometimes God does stuff that doesn't make sense and just staying so close true. to God is the best you can do, bro. So true, man. You can yeah. rely on God. That is so crazy. I wish they would have done something more. I guess more of a Christian standpoint on the movie, you know, type of thing. Yeah, I th- I that's what I think, right? I think they should have added a, a lot more of the faith because they all say, like, you ask them, how did you survive? God saved me. So it's like, how are you going to leave that out, you know? Yeah. And not only that, like, I feel like they kind of made a stand to to show that, like, oh, God put us here or whatever, you know, in a negative way. So... Yeah, it is what it is, but it's a great movie. I, Another symbolism, I just, well, you probably heard of it already, but Jonah and the belly of the whale. I didn't think of that. You know, when they were in the avalanche, they were inside there, and I'm sure Jonah was also very dark Damn, in there. Damn, bro, I didn't think of that. And I think Jonah spent three days down there. I don't yeah. know, dude. Yeah, bro. Think about that. Another <laughs> symbolism, bro. I'm thinking about them on the spot. Yeah, bro. All right. Uh, so that's the whole movie. Uh, what are your final thoughts and like final rating on it? I love the movie. Wow. Um, I think there's so much because it's a real story right i i loved it i give it like a mm, 8.5 out of 10 8.5 out of 10 yeah 8.5 out of 10 wow which is probably one of my higher ratings that i've ever given yeah, yeah. such a surprise netflix too did it right netflix did it yeah. yes sir uh what about you what what, what do you rate the society of so the when i was on letterbox which you should definitely get a letterbox so you can see what i rated the movie um I gave it, uh, I was looking at other people's reviews too. That's where I saw a little bit of like little things and stuff like that. A lot of people rated it really high. I, I like mm. that. It was really great. On Letterboxd, it's at 4.1 out of 5. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5, which wow. is a 9. Because nice. the more I think about it, the more I'm like, wow, like that's what a movie should do. Just, just because I felt sick mm-hmm. and like, I'm like, oh, I, like, I hate going through that. That's exactly what the movie needed to do and did in a really good way. Again, the score was really good. The sound design was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I went through the motions that I should have gone through. Yeah. And I hate going through them. Yeah. But that's exactly what the movie should have done. It made yeah. it was a roller coaster. It made me feel it was, I think, perfectly linked as well. And, you know, just the facts that you're telling me, like, I want to learn more about this movie. Yeah, I want to do my own research. I want to see more type of things. So yeah. very crazy, man. I, I loved it. Thanks for telling me to watch it. I hope you guys, well, you guys have already seen it because we obviously talk about spoilers yeah. in this episode. Um, but let us know your thoughts for sure. No, nothing more. Any other facts, John? Uh, off the top of the dome, no. But yeah, I know I got a lot more. <laughs> you got a lot more, but obviously going through the movie yeah. is crazy. Uh, the bugs so crazy. Um, but yeah, um, let us know if you should watch anything in specific. For sure, yeah. we'll give it a watch. Let us know what you thought about this episode as well. We really appreciate it. We're trying a new thing for 2024. Yeah, so I really appreciate it. And um, that's pretty much it. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. God bless. You. God bless.